I'm Jasmine Moradi, and you are listening to the Power of Audio, Science and AI. My guest today is Mervi Heinoro, CEO at FlexSound, the Finnish argumented audio startup that combines high quality sound with physical vibrations, allowing you as a consumer to both hear and feel music and sound at the same time. She has for almost seven years with a strong ambition vision, been committed to change how people experience sound, especially in cars. She has a Bachelor of Logistic International Marketing from Obo Academic Finland and a Master's in Development Studies from University of East Anglia, England. In this episode, Mervi and I are going to discuss the ins and outs of argumented audio technology. How you as a consumer not only can hear high quality sound and music, but also sense the sound vibe vibrations at the same time. An immersive and multi-sensory experience. With that, Marvi, I welcome you and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jasmine. It has been a pleasure already so far to get to know you. <laughs> Glad to hear. How are you doing and how was your summer? Summer was brilliant. I mean, um, yes, of course, we have COVID and, and uh, it restricts some of the things that you do. But on the whole, we were lucky to have an excellent beginning of the summer and um, when coming back to work, the rain started. So it actually gave a very good incentive to work harder in August. But I really enjoyed my summer, uh, spending some time with friends and family and, and uh, recovering from, from a very tough year with COVID. Looking back in the mirror, what was it in your innermotion drive and the curiosity as a girl that brought you to FMCG, B2B sales and argumented audio technology? I have always been curious, uh, eager to know about everything. And my friends always say, why do you ask so many questions? Because I want to know. And uh, I think, you know, even being um, adult, I'm not saying my age, which is 54, but, uh, you know, I've always been interested in different things and finding out how things work and, and what's going on. So I think you're very right. Uh, curiosity, there's a lot of things going on in FMCG, uh, you know, you study people, you study their behavior, uh, you want to understand how people work. Ultimately, I've been working in different industries and uh, had the possibility of seeing how different companies work, big and small, how different industries work, but it all comes back to people, understanding how and uh, what works for people how to motivate people and how to interact with people and i think that's my driver uh almost in everything to kind of get to know as many people as possible in a way but it's not the uh, course uh but it, it becomes a kind of thing that you know hey this person knows a lot about this one and this one about this one so i want to know what they know <laughs> and uh, it's it's been a good one and augmented audio um well because of a uh, a common history with our inventor's wife that's how I ended in this company and or or starting this company together with my colleagues and uh, it has been a wonderful journey a lot of adventures um, not all so positive and and some extremely positive and, and uh, um, there's a there's a future ahead 
but also it has been already these past seven years a very interesting ride. We're very similar. I'm also very interested to understanding people and, and asking questions. Why, why, why? So your company, FlexSound, is a Finnish startup with the mission to bring joy and happiness to the humankind by creating amazing immersive argumented audio experiences. However, your versatile technology was originally created to help autistic children. So now I'm curious to know what exactly is argumented audio technology? How does it work? And please share the company's uh, journey so far. The augmented audio, uh, let's take a back in the history, a look back. In principle, about 100 years, we have been listening with our ears only music uh, from different devices, from loudspeakers, headphones, TVs, surround sound systems and everything. But uh, sound is vibration. It is something that can be airborne, it can be structure-borne, or it can be waterborne. And uh, for some reason, we have neglect neglected the opportunity that a human being has several senses and we can sense music and sound, not only with our hearing, but also with our biggest sense, the sense of touch on our skin and our body. And um, how this idea started uh, with being able to augment the audio from hearing to also including the possibility to perceive sound with uh, the sense of touch. It all actually started from autistic children. Our inventor, Jukka Linjama, who's, uh, who's a PhD in acoustics actually, and a violinist himself, um, he had been working a lot with different, uh, for example, haptic feedback at Nokia and researching about acoustic um, different characteristics. But then uh, his wife had been working with autistic children and uh, music's been used in therapy everywhere, uh, in all cultures. It makes us feel good. It makes us, gives us kind of a sort of joy and happiness. But in, um, with autistic children, there's quite a lot of uh, also sometimes other sensory challenges and uh, different kind of vibrating elements and vibrating devices have been used in order to activate uh, the sense of touch and in order to give you awareness of your body. And then she had this idea that what if there was a tool where I could have unlimited sound content, but at the same time have the soothing, the calming and kind of sense increasing vibration together with the sound and coming from the sound. And then she talks about this to her husband and asks him, you know, invent me such a tool. And then he starts thinking, you know, how could I provide the sound wave vibration that is natural uh, from one source? So the vibration and the music in high quality would come from the same source and figures out a way and makes the first pilots. And uh, then more people come in and I'm coming in and Tommy, Tommy Imon and our, our uh, CTO comes in. And uh, then we started realizing that, hey, this is really something that this is really cool. And, and the kids, they absolutely loved it. The therapist loved it. And uh, that's how it all started. We made our first product uh, to be a therapy tool to be used with autistic and actually uh, severely disabled children that don't have other hobbies. You know, if, if you can't walk and you can't talk, there's very little hobbies as such you can have. But a lot of the children, they love music and they love feeling the music, even if they would be deaf, because hearing, yes, it's a good sense, but our sense of touch is even better 
uh, as a human being. And uh, music is definitely not only for hearing. It's something to be felt, something to be experienced and perceived with all the senses that you can. That's exactly, I mean, that's how I found you guys, because I've always said that the best audio experience is not when you just hear it. It yes. is actually also when you feel it with your entire body. Is that connected to that our human bodies are made of 70% of water, that it vibrates? Well, yes, of course, in, in our body, um, if you think about uh, this airborne uh, sound waves, uh, in principle, loudspeakers pump energy into the air that makes the air vibrate, and then the, air, the sound waves reach your ear and catch your ear, and then you hear. But uh, a lot of people also like hugging their subwoofers, you know, because they can feel it in their body. But with the augmented audio, uh, the technology is it's integrated or embedded into seed, for example, or cushion, and you can hug it and, and you put it can put it on your ear. Of course, you hear it, but you can feel the sound wave vibration safely and fairly comfortably or very comfortably. Uh, and uh, and you know, it's uh, it's what is called sensory integration when different senses complement each other and uh, give you a very immersive and deep experience because you are sensing the same thing uh, with different senses. It's like a, think of a cinema, uh, you watch it and you see the action and you realize what's happening, but it's actually the sound, the music, the soundtrack that gives you the mood for it. So the same action can be a comedy or a scary movie, uh, depending on the music. And then when you add the sense of touch to that, it becomes something that uh, is so immersive that you think that you are in the story yourself. Yes, and, and I love when you guys say, let your skin do the listening. Yes. <laughs> it gives me already the, the chills. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our, our, our sense of touch is fairly, fairly good compared to other mammals. Uh, our eyesight or our hearing is not too good uh, compared to a lot of different other animals, but our sense of touch is fairly good. And up to 500 hertz, we can actually feel uh, the sound wave vibration on our skin. Uh, palms are the, probably the best parts of, of sensing. You should also, when you are testing the homocussion, you should also try the bottom of feet, uh, you know, giving you different sensations from different sounds and different, different that. And yes, the sense of touch uh, is really good way of enjoying. And also it's a very inclusive way because hearing impaired people, if you have a, a, a problem with your hearing, you can still feel the sound. Obviously, the very deep sounds, the subwoofer sounds, bass sounds, you can feel deeper in your body. But, uh, you know, even up to the kind of speaking frequencies, you can feel on your skin. Probably our skin and our body senses also the higher frequencies, uh, but our brain is just not as developed so that we cannot recognize that we are feeling it. Mm, interesting and maybe this is also to connect it to what I always say the the concert effect that people love concerts you know you're there it's a 360 experience of all the senses it's not just the hearing it's actually you see the artist you you feel it on your skin as you're explaining it you're smelling other people <laughs> <laughs> that one too <laughs> you know and 
tasting maybe a, a, a concert drink or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all combined. But that's how we perceive the world and that's how you get connected to the world through your senses. And you were explaining then a little bit, and let's go a little bit more in detail in that, that your product can be embedded into, as you said, seats in cinemas, cars, airplanes, gaming chairs, cushions, and almost everywhere. So explain there for us, how does the FlexSounds argument audio experience really enhance the entertainment um, enjoyment? For example, I read on your website about your cinema project in Cannes and Japan, super uh, amazing and your automotive audio project together with uh, Hyundai? Well, how it works, um, we produce the sound that you can hear, but also sound wave vibration from something that we call elastic vibrating element. It consists of soundboards and our proprietary drivers with some signal processing and whatever. It's a tiny, small, or not a tiny, but small, uh, very compact element which we can integrate into basically anything soft that comes into body contact. So yes, a cushion, uh, which could be a portable way of listening and, and feeling uh, the music, but also it can be embedded into basically anywhere, any seat or mattress or any subject that comes into body contact, because yes, you need to perceive the sound physically, you do need physical contact. Uh, you don't have to touch it all the time so that you can hear uh, also otherwise, but in order to get the physical perception, you need to be in body contact. So be it a car seat or a cinema seat or home furniture or whatever, uh, then in addition, you need the sound source. So in cinema, of course, we take the sound from the uh, cinema processor, um, it being in unison, if there is other sound system there, but uh, you can play anything, whether it's music or live events or whatever. It doesn't matter what the sound source really is, as long as, as uh, the sound can be uh, in digital format so that we can then replay it uh, through the augmented audio elements. And um, uh, in cinema, we have, uh, we have now worked in, in, yes, the first one opened in Finland in 2018, but then, um, no, 2019. And uh, straight after that, we started working in Korea, in South Korea. Uh, then we worked in Malaysia, in France, in Saudi Arabia, uh, are opening up now in, in Japan, which just announced a week ago or two weeks ago uh, about our cooperation with United Cinemas in Japan. And, and uh, there it goes. And yes, uh, for the past three years, we've slowly, uh, little by little, entered also the automotive world where there's huge potential for this kind of technology. But then tell me, as sound has always been a fundamental part of our lives, uh, and I read that FlexSound is the only audio system that offers one sound source that combines both the sound and vibration experience. And I'm curious to know, how come your technology has not been implemented in audio systems from the beginning of the innovation of speakers as the combination gives the ultimate audio experience? There are methods how you can kind of create almost the same, but not from one source. 
So you'd need to use, yes, loudspeakers or headphones and different exciters to give you some part of the uh, vibration part, but they're very complicated systems and, and normally do not feel that natural. And why, um, that's a good question, why it hasn't been invented, because in principle, it is a simple thing. Uh, when you tell people that, yes, sound is vibration, and they say, yes, yes, but uh, then, you know, no, you can't put uh, the kind of sound source inside foam like we do, because foam dampens the sound. And uh, that has somehow, if you think about the normal loudspeaker, it's a cone element that you hang in the air, you pump the air uh, in order for that to move, like, like I explained. But here we're doing it different. Uh, uh, there's no, no huge frame that you have to hang it somewhere or it doesn't need that much space, but it's inside the structure. And like I said, it's also the structure, the water and the air that move. And we use all of this, the water in our bodies, like you said, but also the structure, uh, the foam or the, or the seat itself becomes part of the instrument. So just very out of the box thinking or inside the box in this case and, uh, and doing it just we tried to do things in a non-traditional way and that succeeded and um, it's it's a simple way of doing it obviously that's why we have a good patent coverage of over 20 grounded patents and 102 filings but um, it works and uh, quite often as you notice in the world simple things work well natural and uh, against the kind of traditional audio knowledge uh, but therefore a fine, fine new invention. And when you said that I, I hear like Japan, Korea, etc., how come you guys reached there? Is it because they, in a way, uh, are more further when it comes to technology, understanding um, the consumer experience? And uh, I mean, they love experience more? Um. Let's say the, the, the cinema part, um, the company that we worked first with, our first international customer, CGV in Korea, is the number seven cinema chain in the world, or number five cinema chain in the world, working in seven different countries. They, um, I would say that the Korean company was very eager to adopt uh, new technology but they've done that with other new technologies as well. And even if they are not the biggest, it's one of the most technologically advanced and a lot of the bigger chains and the smaller chains, obviously, they look up to these guys and uh, they have kind of already had a reputation of being very forward and testing out all kinds of stuff. Um, I've been to very many cinemas there looking at that and, and you know, somehow in the Nordics, we're so used to having, you know, a little bit different bench and a little bit different seat and, and a little bit different, you know, name and whatever. But the difference is like this and uh, small. And then when you go there and you realize that, you know, are everything from food and beverage experience to the different sound experiences to the different uh, sensory and different kinds of screens. So using all the different possibilities of creating new kinds of experiences. And that's really exciting for people. And people love to try, even if you go and watch the same film, you can have different technologies that kind of enhance it or bring the best part out of it. 
and people start going, you know, I go to different restaurants because I want to experience a new restaurant and new type of food and, and things like that. But here's the thing that you go also to cinema to see a new film, but you also go and find a new kind of experience. And um, I think that's kind of inherent. Uh, the same we notice now with our partners in Japan. Um, and one of the things why I think augmented audio uh, is something really good, not only in Europe, but in Asian countries, especially why they got interested is the therapy background, because this is a brilliant escape from stress. Uh, having this kind of multi-sensory experience with music, it's one of the best ways to relax you. And like you said earlier uh, about music making us happy and, and bringing joy to people, especially it doesn't matter what music it is, as long as you choose it and you feel it's good. And then when you can feel it deeper, it, it really brings joy and happiness to people. And, uh, and uh, somehow the thing that you can make people feel happier, a little bit less stressed, more relaxed, you know, uh, it's not escapism in, in a bad way, like uh, maybe drugs or, or something like that. Uh, we sometimes call this digital drug. It's, it's because it's very... That's why I call it. I say music makes yeah, me it's, it's quite addictive <laughs> in a way, but it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. it. It causes mental relaxation. It causes actually physical reactions in your body, releasing those feel-good hormones in you when you are touched by music. And uh, it, it's... There's nothing wrong with it. And uh, that's why I think uh, Asian people, especially in Japan, in Korea, very stressed lives, very hard working people love to get relaxing and uh, this kind of uh, pampering experience. And what kind of feedback have you, like looking at the like user research that I also love, what kind of feedback have you heard from your partners or clients, customers, when they go in and experience it for the first time. Because I can imagine if you've gone to normal uh, cinema and suddenly you're experiencing it like that, it can't be fun to go back to normal again because you're missing out that experience. There are, there are many fun stories and, and we love having people at different trade shows or, or different events when there's an innocent person, innocent in a way, never experienced this, never heard about us, they, we ask them to sit down and the smile that comes to their face, we call it the flex sound smile, when they realize that, what is this? And you know, what is, what, is it, what is it that I'm experiencing? And then you start explaining and they realize that, I did not know music feels like this. And uh, that's one of the kind of greatest moments, but there's many, many, many funny histories and, and uh, real research also done. We've done, so far, uh, one really scientific uh, research about, you know, what happens in the, in the body, how is, how is your attention, um, for example, your focus into the content increased and so forth and so forth. We, of course, done a lot of, lot of different testing, you know, what uh, levels of vibration people feel comfortable and all of that. But this spring, we introduced a new product and um, did a market research on it, you know, how did people compare augmented audio cinema versus normal uh, kind of cinema experience. And we got such good feedback. You know, people, people uh, 
we knew it was good, but we didn't expect the results to be that good. So something like 97% actually said that I would love to have this in the cinema close to me. 87% uh, said that I would absolutely recommend this to other people. And, and the market research company was saying that they never seen this kind of results. Uh, but obviously the ultimate market uh, and the ultimate judge is the customer. And uh, in Korea, when we opened the first cinema, they obviously that was the first in the world outside of Finland. So which didn't count in international markets in that way, even though it's a really good cinema. And um, they made a market research about 500 people that came to that theater. Uh, they filled in uh, research and uh, at the end of we opened last day of August and by third week of September, the customer already said we want to do a second one uh, because the feedback is so good. So in, in that way, we were we knew that, you know, we are onto something. Uh, one of the most memorable moments is that we were in a trade show in, in actually Dubai. And um, there was a gentleman who looked very serious and didn't say anything. He just sat down in the cinema seat and uh, we started the demo. Then he turns to me and says slowly, you have ruined my life. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry what happened and <laughs> he's looking at me well I have been making films for 20 years and now I know that when I'm looking at my films uh, I'm missing something if I don't have this and you know I thought that was the best compliment a filmmaker can make give us uh, that you know I'm missing something if I don't have this when I'm watching my own films I mean, this is excellent. This is exactly why I love like market research, uh, behavioral, you know, scientists, because end of the day is the consumer experiences. And, and, and then from your perspective, then having all these information and analytics from your perspective, how come then brands are still neglecting and over, uh, often overlooking the power of audio and the power of limbic sparks in their audio brand strategy? And most of all them when they're choosing their speakers. Very true. And I think, you know, there's a lot to explore. Uh, and obviously, you know, thinking about what the different uses for our technology, obviously there's a lot of professional uses in the therapy, in healthcare, all of that. But, uh, and even if you say that brands are coming after, this would be a very impactful way of influencing people. And, uh, and, Think of the stores uh, when we went grocery shopping. Uh, we've done that, you know, for centuries. We, we go and get food from the market or from the grocery store. And very lately only, uh, the store started paying attention to the smell in the store, you know, putting the, you know, the bakery part in the beginning because the smell comes in and you're hungry and you buy more and, and you know, putting in the fruit and veg, which are nice colors, so it's a visually uh, enticing world for you. So only lately, uh, even grocery stores, big business, has started to pay attention to this. And uh, I'm sure uh, companies that understand how well you can influence people, the more senses you involve, the more they start spending time. There are companies that already are thinking about how does our company sound, you know, from, from the, uh, you know, if anybody's anymore calling anybody, but, you know, 
the logos, whatever, there's also the sound logos, but you know, how to, how to really be emotionally engaging your customers, are those, those are the clever ones who can do that. And um, well, I, we believe that, for example, cinema advertising, that is in some countries, fairly big business. Uh, our technology gives a, really a cutting edge because yes, you can emotionally engage. Like we said about the kind of same uh, event, you see it and then you add either slapstick or, or, <laughs> or a scary movie uh, with the sound. But then if you can get under the skin of the person and you can, when you involve the sense of touch, uh, you really actually emotionally engage the person, but also you involve them, you, you kind of, you get to touch them. And uh, that's a very intimate. Uh, some people might, might think it's manipulation already, uh, but you can use it for the good stuff. So well, it's not manipulating. I have a lot of, lot of, yeah. We are being uh, manipulated every day anyway. So at yes, least you, you get are. the enjoyment at the same time. <laughs> yes, exactly. We've been so far concentrating a lot on the, on the CDs entertainment, though, cinema, cinema as a spearhead, and now automotive industry. And, uh, you know, obviously, the kind of emotional engagement, even in the car industry, is very, very important. Uh, you know, how do you have a car brand that you, you know, feel that's yours? And now that we go into electric cars, uh, for some reason, some people really like the car to sound uh, like a car and not like an electric car that sounds like a sewing machine. And uh, so you could put the car feel into the car with this one without having the noise outside. So you can still feel like you're in a real car with V8 and whatever, and you know, and uh, there's no noise for anybody else. And, and you know, these kind of, and, and companies seriously think about these things, uh, mainly very big companies, but I think the rest of the companies are coming after. So you do want to create emotional engagement. And, and uh, I think we are going this way. It's just painstakingly low, slow. guys do for for businesses then but then you also offer the humor argumented audio cushion for consumers at home and you sent me a test example and it's amazing and about the product you say that it's better than headphones explain this for us headphones and um, loudspeakers are are quite different ways of listening um headphone is is a very near field and and closed environment and speakers, on the other hand, are far field uh, listening. Um, augmented audio is in between loudspeakers and headphones. It gives you the near field listening and the sense of touch added to that, but it also allows you to be a little bit further away and listen. Uh, so you do have the kind of room, room acoustics. It's kind of inside your head, but it's also outside of you. So in that way, um, it's a different way of listening than and headphones. And there are absolutely places where you do need and want to use headphones for listening. 
there are the kind of shared uh, sound stages that you want to use when using loudspeakers. Uh, but in, in our research and our, our own opinions, in a way, this kind of listening um, has many benefits over headphones and over speakers. It's very safe in a way or safer uh, compared to headphones, for example, that you put into your ear. So let's say hearing safety is an issue. We have a, a 6% of the world population has some kind of hearing impairment. I don't know if, if uh, research says, you know, how much of that is from excessive volume uh, through headphones. And, uh, you know, that's one of the one of the things that this kind of is safer, but also because of the added sense of touch and uh, and saying that and bringing in bringing in the kind of uh, multi-sensory experience to it. So can your technology be implemented in headphones or does it have to be a cushion? The larger area of the body uh, that can experience the sound, the better. Obviously, our ears are the kind of um, the, the, the fixed part. They are mostly located on your heads. <laughs> that's why the hearing part needs to be close to, close to. That's why we implement or embed uh, the Eve element mainly in the upper parts of the seats. Uh, but uh, of course, you can place it under try testing your home or so that you lie on it and, and uh, or put it under your feet just for the enjoyment of, of giving a sound massage to your feet, for example. Uh, so, so yes. Um, can it be implemented on the headphones? Yes, it could, but skull, uh, it's a limited part of your body uh, only. And uh, using the skull, there are bone conduction devices that you can use that for. Uh, I would say that it's it's a kind of excessive thing uh, if you only have it on your head. Uh, if you have using the bigger parts of your body, your back, your neck, your arms, uh, and so forth, your, especially the neck is very sensitive. So those those areas are, in our opinion, better suited for for augmented audio. So maybe maybe wear, uh, wearables or like headphones that yes. you put around your neck it, yes you know, that for biking you know, instead of putting it on a head that's come that you put on the yes. neck so yeah. there, there's new innovations to be done we've done many different shapes and forms uh the limiting factor is that you would want to have uh as big as possible for a more uh more immersive experience and the seat is perfect or a mattress because then you are kind of lying lying or sitting seated naturally and there's a kind of natural pressure to it and uh, and it, it gives you the more full body experience and you were mentioning that you could put the cushion under your feet to feel that massage then I want to go further that in my podcast episode with my friend Dr. Bradley Wines, we were talking about music as medicine. And as I mentioned before, your versatile technology was originally created to help autistic children. And Flexon is now also utilizing therapy devices where the product has vast possibilities in wellness and self-care. How does this work there? And what are the benefits and the effects you've seen so far? Even in ancient cultures, uh, you know, there were tiger drums uh, giving, you, giving you vibrations. You have a lot of cultures where you're using this kind of ball, uh, you know, very deep sounds in India, for example, in China, whatever, using vibration and this kind of deep sounds. 
uh, for that. And actually in the Nordic countries for 40 years, we've had something called vibroacoustic therapy using uh, different frequencies to even cure some, some uh, ailments and some to release stress and to uh, relax you. And um, different frequencies actually, like we discussed earlier, they make cells and the water in your body to vibrate and that relaxes. And it also causes the feel-good hormones. There's like a surge of oxytocin. There can be endorphins uh, going into your body. And uh, it's kind of giving you a cellular level sound wave massage uh, through the vibroacoustics. And uh, it improves your microcirculation, the hormones, and the mental uh, part is very, very important. The body-mind connection, the music and the sound giving you a kind of attention and mood, but then the body awareness and the kind of body-mind connection comes through the sense of touch. And when all of this is in synchrony, and if the person has been in control of the content, so choosing the music or choosing the therapeutic, I use a lot of meditative uh, con uh, content uh, to listen with augmented audio. And, and uh, I used to use headphones for that one, uh, but now I'm using augmented audio, obviously. And uh, it, it's just, if it was efficient, uh, it's more efficient uh, doing it through the two senses. And there's vast amount of content available and it can be heavy music or it can be, you know, whatever, what you feel is therapeutic for you, making you feel good and what kind of mood you want to uh, achieve. So the combination is choosing the right content for you that you feel or asking uh, real professionals, you know, what would be the therapeutic content for me, then using your senses and allowing it to relax your body and relax your mind. Yeah, I'm very, very impressed. I mean, this is also the biggest reason why I'm so interested in this subject is actually the, the therapy side of music and, and of course the, the experience of it. And, and you guys have created some amazing products so far. And when you were explaining uh, in the beginning about your background, you were also talking about the uh, difficulties that you and the achievements during uh, this journey. Would you like to expl uh, explain to us some of the flick sounds and your own uh, achievements and difficulties? Well, starting, starting a new business has many, many kind of uh, challenges. and. Uh, and when you are, like we are doing, we are doing something that no one has done before. Uh, we are creating a totally new way, a disruptive way of experiencing sound. And uh, something that uh, what we call feeling is believing that it's actually very difficult to explain in words without touching it, because this is all about feeling it. So feeling is believing. Uh, that has been a challenge for us, you know, how to explain to people how music feels when it's all about feeling it and, and doing it for the first time. If you're trying to explain to somebody, you know, what is sweet and they have, uh, like you said, many people have lost their sense of uh, uh, taste during their COVID pandemic. And, uh, you know, how do you explain a taste to somebody who, who has no ability to, to, to taste and, you know, 
<laughs> so this is one of the difficulties. So we need to get this technology out. And, you know, the more it's out there, the more people, you know, tell about it and, and can imagine different uses. Uh, that's same for adopting anything totally new. Um, mobile phones, you know, CD players, any new technology that comes out, it takes somewhat time. But when it starts spreading, I'm sure, you know, who would go back to only listening if you could feel as well, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Um, that's been one of the challenges, and obviously, you know, uh, now a large challenge obviously was uh, the COVID because our customer industries were so hard hit in the different parts of the world, and our cinema customers are basically all out there, uh, out, out there. But now it starts looking really good, and uh, people are coming back to cinemas in the markets where it's possible. People are yearning new experiences. People are wanting to get out of their homes. And, uh, and really experiencing different things and being doing that with their friends and, and with their families and doing, doing things together. So I'm really happy to see that the, the cinema business and other businesses are also recovering and people are, are getting back to their normal lives. Uh, many sad things have happened. Uh, so we kind of need the joy that we can get to the people. And um, what's next for us in a way is obviously uh, what we have already announced is, is, uh, is going to Japan with our partners and, um, and on the cinema side, but there are also other things to come. Just follow, I can't tell about everything, but <laughs> just keep on, keep on following us. There, there are many things, many things happening. What do you believe is the future of audio? What will we as consumers be able to experience more of compared to what exists today? And what, what else will be invented and where else can you be popping up? Well, I did, we didn't talk so much about automotive, but in automotive, one of the problems now is that uh, car makers need to reinvent the cars and uh, so that they're electric or, or other sources than the current ones and of energy. And you need to have very lightweight and energy efficient solutions. So why use loudspeakers in cars? Because you could just get rid of them and have a compact and you only use 10% of the energy that's needed for the, uh, the, the loudspeaker systems. So, you know, these kind of big disruptions in different industries can happen. And I think audio will be taken more seriously. Like you said, you know, why haven't they paid attention? Should start spending uh, more, more uh, atten paying attention to this. Many car makers look at, for example, you know, the passenger comfort, how to increase that, how to increase, you know, uh, personalization of the experience in different places. And, you know, somehow we have a lot of technologies in the, in the world, but it always goes back to humans being very kind of biological creatures. And uh, if we can start using, you know, the human basics, uh, the senses, I think there is a lot of lot of innovation uh, still available, and I think that's why uh, I, I strongly believe that augmented audio has a big future. One of the things what will be invented, and um, there are some some colleagues around the world that we've been playing around with, is the ideas about you know uh, how does blue smell, and uh, what sound is orange. And, uh, you know, how does red feel? Wow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, 
really the sensory integration, you know, how we all see things differently. You see green, I see green. We decided to call the green, but it, in our eyes, it looks different. The same with smells and the same with, uh, you know, human being is a total mystery, but how can you, how can, I'm sure that there's more conversion into the, uh, with the different senses and, and uh, how to, how to solve problems and how to, how to kind of, um, have the humans being in touch with uh, the nature, but uh, through their senses and in touch with the uh, environment. I think that's something that there will be a lot of different innovations here. Yes, using the music and these kind of natural things to cure instead of uh, drugs, for example, and like music as a medicine. I would love to see more of that uh, than reading the sad statistics about uh, people getting really drug addicted and so forth from from even prescription drugs and so forth. So there's there's a big future uh, in this, and uh, I, I really hope that we can be part of that evolution and revolution. Yeah, that's so cool. And I'm also thinking about if the stores need to innovate a little bit more because people are looking more into like experience or happenings and gamification, then definitely the, the feeling of the sound and the music in a space beyond going to a cinema or a car, but actually yeah. being in a store and experiencing Absolutely. products need to yeah. be felt. Yeah. And one, one thing I have to mention, uh, one thing that I really hope will happen is uh, noise reduction in a way that, you know, Think of game arcades or, or malls or whatever. A lot of, lot of sound, sound, sounds. Uh, but if you can have and utilize near field uh, technologies without the headphones, uh, people kind of with low sound volume, but high intensity of the experience, still reaching that, uh, it makes us all feel better. The less, the less there's noise and the more there's actual real content. It, kind of calms things down and, and uh, keeps us focused. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Thank you so much, Mervi, for joining us and, and sharing your story. Absolutely, this was this is a joy for me. I've been very eagerly looking at your, your podcast and whatever, and I'm so honored that you invited me to, uh, to join this. I'm really, really happy. And, and I wish you a, a fun and productive and happy, happy autumn. Thank you. And if listeners want to learn more about Flexound, flexound.com, please contact us. <laughs> we are here. Well, that's all for today's episode of The Power of Audio, Science and AI. I'm Jadna Maradi, your host, and thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and support by sharing this content on your social media. This episode is supported by Stockholm Music City. <laughs>